hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Dork Side of the Ring podcast. I'm your host, the purveyor of all things dorky within the scope of professional wrestling and sports entertainment. I am Grum. Got that all in one breath. That's impressive. Hi. Uh, if you're listening to this on the Patreon, congratulations. You're listening to this a week early. If you're listening to this the day it came out, could have listened to it a week ago and you could be listening to next week's episode which we'll talk about next at the end of the episode but we are here today uh to talk about sting and robocop the 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 crossover no one thought would ever happen and hasn't happened since uh well i I guess it has happened there was a there was a there's a convention where you could get a picture with, so it kind of has happened. But yeah, the uh, episode this week. Thank you guys for downloading this episode, listening to this episode, uh, liking the tweet at Dork Side of the at Dork Side Ring on Twitter. Um, I'm actually as I'm recording this, I'm behind on Instagram stuff. I realized that yesterday, and I just had a wild migraine, but I'm good now. Uh, we're here today with my friends from the Grapple Guys. You know one third of them, Jim Jam. And you now will know the other two-thirds, Aaron and Luke, of the Grapple Guys podcast. Uh, one of my favorite uh, professional wrestling podcasts. The only one I listen to that covers current-day stuff. I can't stand anybody else. Uh, that's not true. There's a couple other people. I just don't listen to them, you know, with regularity as I, as I, as I used to. As a, as a more connected man to the dirt sheets and stuff. stuff. These guys, not really. We just... They just talk about what they saw all the week, make fun of it, enjoy it, have some terrible takes. Aaron thinks, real quick, if you're listening to this, I want you to go to Dork Side of the Ring. Okay? Dork Side of Ring, Dork Side Ring on Twitter. Okay? I want you to, I want you to, I want you to compose a tweet to Dork Side Ring Twitter. Dork Side Ring at Dork Side Ring on Twitter. With the answer to the question, right? Actually, as you do this, there will be a poll. Is be being a pilot, becoming a pilot, harder, I guess the question should be, what's easier, becoming a professional wrestler or becoming a pilot? So, that's that. That's it. Go there. You hit that. Go ahead. Vote. I'll wait a little bit longer here and we'll get into it. Go in there. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Dork side ring. Uh, you don't follow? Go ahead. Hit the follow button real quick. You thought you were following. It's okay. But no, go hit the follow. Good. All right. Now now scroll down a little bit. Okay, pinned there. See? You see it? It's pinned. It, it Yeah, that's right. Vote whichever way your heart however you feel. I don't necessarily I have a side to this. I just won't tell you now. I'll tell you at the end of it. Um, but go ahead. Give your vote. You voted great. Awesome. Now we can get back to the podcast. Myself, Aaron, Luke of the Grapple Guys. I've been on their podcast. I've completed getting all three of them on mine, but I can't wait to have all three of them at once on the podcast to, to be a part of this. It's a good time. And uh, here, with more, here is uh, us talking about Sting, RoboCop, countless other things. Good Lord. Uh, but yeah, we'll be right here. We're back on the Dork Side of the Ring podcast. Man, that's, that's, that's certainly a take. <laughs> Uh, I mean, look, Bret Hart could absolutely be a, a, you know, could in his prime could Sanchez had some decent seasons, man. Yeah, he had like two decent seasons. That's two decent seasons. Bret Hart had an incredible career. All right, that's the difference between them. (laughs) He threw not one ball during that career. I I don't understand the. (laughs) I'm just saying. Look, it's uh, you know, he didn't throw any interceptions. 
He didn't have a butt That's fumble. That's also true. That's so, true. He didn't have those actual things. information. You know, he he probably could. He you know he could have started his career as a humble humble quarterback at the for the uh, Calgary Stampeders. You know, and then uh, just like he could have been Kurt Warner. All right, could have been. Could have been. He could have been Kurt Warner without the European. Mm-hmm. He could have just you know tra- Canadian Kurt Warner. You know, without the European. Without the European uh, NFL <laughs> uh, trip. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're here on the dork side with my. Fr- By the way, we are recording. I'm testing out this this natural flow of conversation in leading into the thing. So, hello to my guests. I shall introduce you. The intro- the the the. Well, you're, if you're the audience, you already know who it is. We got my guys, Aaron and Luke from the from the Grapple Guys. Uh, uh, Vic Roland, Aaron, one Sir. half of the Morton Brothers. Luke Brods. I would, if I could, I would say a last name that is very Italian because for some reason, anytime I think of Luke, I think of like Luca, and then you think of like Luca Bargadori, Brad- you, know, you know, hey, hey, hey. hey. You can Italian last name for me if you want. I don't worry. <laughs> I will, I will. Don't worry, I will. Uh, from the Grapple Guys, we've already had uh, Jim Jam, Jay Sean on, uh, but uh, we've got our guys Aaron and, and, and Brods from the complete the trio. Eventually, we'll get the three of you on at the same time, have ourselves a little four man booth. Uh, shout out so, uh, AEW Rampage. It's way too much auditory overload. Anyways, yeah. Uh, and so just just to plug to plug our own podcast real quick. <laughs> yeah. we actually just had a bit of a four man booth ourselves. Oh. Uh, this week's episode, we just were. I mean, by the time this drops, we'll probably drop around the same time because that's just what tends to happen for some reason. Mm. Okay. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. So uh, we got we got our guy JTR. I don't know. JTR has been on this before, right? Yeah, yeah. JTR. Uh, yeah. Second episode, I believe. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we got our guy J- Najee Harris. Najee Harris. <laughs> <laughs> we so got our guy gonna... JTR on the podcast. Yep. Uh, nice. And that, yeah, that was that was very that, yeah. was, that was a good time. I am I, I do hold the honor of being the first ever guest of the Grapple Guys, so that that was good. We broke down money that's in the true. bank for like two and a half hours. Uh, yeah, that's our that's our highest listened to pod too. Hey. I'm just saying. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> we go uh, alphabetically here, and since uh, Brods is a B and Aaron, you're A. You're an A plus player. Brods is a B plus player. Uh, Aaron, why don't you uh, tell tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, where they can oh, find you, where they can find you on the this plug yourself a little bit. You know, do a little bit of promotional. You know, this a is your promotional. A little bit oh, of a man. yeah. There you go. Do a little bit of promo work. You know. Okay, so I mean. It's hard to, you know, where where do I even start, man? I'm a guy like anybody else, you know. I I, I put my pants on one leg at a time, you know. I record my podcast one button at a time. Um, I talk one word at a time. It's it, I do things in order, you know what? And I've decided that, you know what, it, that, that time is over. We're not doing anything in order anymore. You know what, why? You know why? Because we're jumping the line from now on. Uh, grapple Guys... Dork Side of the Ring are the top two podcasts, and I'm not going to hear any other words uh, mm. about it. Um, there's nothing you can do to to convince me otherwise that we are not at the top of the podcast game. Uh, no other podcast will ever be able to comp- comp- uh, compete. So go ahead and shut them down now. Delete your anchor. Get rid of all of that. Like it, it's 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 done for you. Streets is done. Streets is canceled. Uh, Broads. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um i guess 
I don't know how to follow that. I I don't know. I I was I was sitting here going like, hey, are we gonna get like a, a little bit of uh, you know, like you know, plug the socials maybe? Be like, yo, you can all oh, like I'm sitting there oh, waiting yeah, for it at the end, you know, like. <laughs> I forgot that I got too deep. I, I was trying. Got, I was trying to tell got, the story. Got too big. Got too yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked it though. I liked the energy. Yeah, appreciate. Yeah. So uh, yeah, my my socials. I'm on Twitter uh, primarily for wrestling stuff at Solaroid S O U L A R O I D. I usually misspell that. Didn't do it that time. I'm there the man. So yeah, like that. That's where you can find me on on Twitter, uh, Instagram. No, you know what? No, I'll keep we'll keep that one. Okay. We'll keep that one All under right. wraps for now. Right. <laughs> I want to I want to do more with Instagram, but you know, the, the, in in soon come, soon come, soon come. Uh, Brods, uh, do you want to pick up the energy, maybe do a promo of your own, or if you just want to just plug your shit, you can just plug your shit too. If you don't want to try to, you know, follow, try following yeah. that is, uh, is, is tough. Yeah, no, I don't, I won't even lie. I don't think I could follow that. I don't want to, I don't want to try and overcast my fellow podcast posts. So I think I will just, uh, introduce myself as L Brods, aka Luke and, uh, socials. You can find me on Twitter at um at ags underscore 2k18 i have another twitter account but it's more of a personal one and i don't hmm. feel like sharing that one so yeah that's fair, but yeah. uh <laughs> yeah some people follow me from the discord on it but that's okay but yeah if you want to find me my the main account that i use most of the time is the at ats underscore 2k18 there we go there we go see the we got and you guys got the the grapple guys pod the twitter it's at grapple yes. guys pod right yes uh, our, yes our, yeah, our Twitter. Or is it at Grapple Guys? I, at, I actually at, don't know. <laughs> it's at Grapple Guys is our Twitter. Oh, look at you guys! You guys don't even have to share it with anybody. You just are the Grapple Guys. Love, yes, love to are. see it. Love to yes. see it. There's no was, other Grapple Guys, surprisingly enough. That was the uh, that was the disappointing part of it because I couldn't do Dorkside. Uh, you know, because everybody like the Pete, there you know people um, like Star Wars side side of things would call it the dark you know Dorkside. I'm like ah damn, I couldn't do Dorkside yeah. Pod. Um, so I just did Dorkside Ring, you know, yeah. like, fuck it, that works, like, it's short enough, it does. you know, I, you know, Absolutely. I, I, like, I could have done Dorkside Ring Pod, but I'm like, it's a lot of fucking words in a, in a, in a Twitter handle, <laughs> like, yeah. I'm trying to lose, like, I am Grum, I'm just trying to get Grum, um, there's somebody who has it, there's somebody else has Grum 2Ms, there, there's, brother, there, let me tell you something, alright, a lot of these fucking frauds, Pretending to be oh, a grum. Oh. I don't know who go. the fuck they are. I don't know who the fuck they are. If they're related to me, y'all are f some fucking assholes because I don't know you. So I just, you know, if we're family and I don't know you, I just assume you're a terrible human being. Uh, even the bad people in my family I still that I am aware of, I still know them. I mean, they're still assholes, but, you know, automatically, like, I give you a chance to prove that you're not an asshole. But look, there's a lot. If you go on, like, Twitter and just look up grum... Just G R U M M, right? There's a lot of people that have it as their as like that's I'm like, and I don't understand why. I think there there's some guy, uh, like some game related, you know, video gaming guy whose name is Grum, but like it's G R U M. So people just copy it and they put throw in an extra M or shit like that. And I'm like, no, I just want Grum. It is currently being held by a private account, a protected account with uh with like 15 people following it and like no you know, following nobody i'm like who are you give me this account um, sounds like they're waiting on you to drop the bag on it i like I'm, i might have to i might have to we gotta get this podcast up a little bit get the patreon going up a little bit but look 
that's I, I just I'm 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 very jealous, but also you know very happy that you guys were able to get just grapple guys on uh, on Twitter. So that's good. Thank you. Yeah, we're we're glad too. It definitely helps promote the brand a little bit. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Exactly. Just give them a little, little tease, little tease. Uh, it's accessible. <laughs> it, that's the big thing, right? Like it, you don't want it to be, you know, uh, you don't want that um, to to be like extra. Like you guys could have done Grapple Guys Pod. I'm sure that would have worked too. But it's just like, man, it's easy, man. At Grapple Guys. Yeah. Uh, come see. Come listen to the. Just at the Grapple Guys. Come on. Yeah. Exactly. So. Uh, so as you guys know, uh, because you have been um, closely monitoring the podcast since the launch, uh, I ended up having you know uh, uh, Jim Jam on first. It, really, he was the first person ever on when it was just a little segment for Tyler's podcast. But the uh, you know the podcast is has slowly evolved a little bit because now you know we do a little bit of you know a little bit of pre talk ahead of times. Um, I think this is going to be coming out the end towards the end of October. This episode, right before Halloween. If I had gotten you guys a week later, uh, I probably would have been able to fit in a Halloween theme one. But I'm pretty sure both you guys, as as avid wrestling fans, I, there's not a lot I can show you guys that's Halloween related that you guys probably don't already know about. Um, so this actually worked out for the benefit because I have a bigger pool. So my question is, have you guys ever seen the movie RoboCop? I have uh, not actually seen RoboCop. Nah. I have, I have also not seen RoboCop. Okay. So, but do you know the premise of, of RoboCop? I know it's a robot cop. <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty much. Yeah. That's, that's the extent of my knowledge as well. Okay. So, so basically the idea behind RoboCop is that it's a Detroit cop who gets, um, who I believe he's ambushed and basically shot up, attacked, left for dead. And this robotics company in Detroit, like puts him back together, but like replaces almost everything. But like, like they like reprogram his brain. They do all this shit. And, um, he becomes this incredible, like human robot, combo of just justice and he's like you know they're like they put him back on the case and like now he's able to like really like withstand bullets because he's kind of bulletproof except right by his face because his face is exposed <laughs> but it's pretty you know pretty open face and jaw you can still you can still probably yeah, knock robocop out absolutely you like you know <laughs> might hurt i think it, they may have like rewired his i mean i think it was just a matter of like design you know i don't think it was a i think it was oh, more i got of a, a solid cosmic. right i got a solid yeah. right i could probably i don't he I might have a reinforced out yeah but he might have a reinforced jaw aaron no nah, that don't that don't matter okay fair enough all right uh <laughs> so so basically that whole idea is like a Throughout the movie, you know, people in his life like come back and they're like, "What? Like, like, hey, bud, you're right." And he's just like, "Robot." And then like, occasionally his brain like chimes back in with like his human th feels and everything, so the heart ends up winning and, and shit like that. General, general robot human shit. Um, but it was a very big success because it was real cool. Like it was like some futuristic Detroit. And so, like, some of the designs of the cars were kind of cooler, and just the idea of this robot—it does not age well from a technology, like, a, a, from a tech sense, because it's like this guy's just like walking like a robot. And it's like now nah, they could have just lit his ass up already, like, or gotten the fuck away. Like, he's moving too slow to catch these people, and he's he's robotic. Um, yeah, where's where's the uh, where's the brutality come into play? <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're <laughs> that, that's the other thing. 
there's no like actual like unjustified police brutality like they're just brutal to like an actual like serial killer i think that's about it but like there's nowhere it's very uh copaganda because it's just like here's this guy who was a good cop got you know faced these evil people and then uh who left him for dead and now he's a super cop who's a good cop um but yeah, that's, that's the first one. I guarantee a cop <laughs> programmed by cops is not going to be a good cop. No, no, no. <laughs> not also, in this not in this life. Nope, Mm-mm, not in this nope. world. Not in this life. Not in this. Nope. You could make this, this movie year. in twenty twenty one. There's no. Way. I mean, but you're I'm, right. I'm you couldn't. You could remake it in twenty nineteen though. No. Yeah, they did. They did. They did. Because there like any some brutality in it. I don't think there was. <laughs> no. What are you talking about? There better have been some brutality in it. No. That sounds that sounds like I'm looking forward to the brutality. No. Ooh, Nashi! Oh, <laughs> this guy. I'm sorry, uh, we're doing God. this on a Sunday because that's their recording day. So uh, yeah. if you, this is the best part about it. So, so Luke, the last Grapple Guys I listened to last week's episode, Luke was not there for. Um, yeah. And uh, <laughs> it was just Jim Jam and 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 Aaron here having a fantasy conversation for 15 minutes, and I could not <laughs> I could not pile drive that fast forward button faster. I'm like I don't care about fantasy, and I'd stop to listen to see if you got any jokes off, and then be even angrier that I stopped. I'm like I just like because you guys have done yeah, this that before. Was real talk. Because <laughs> you guys have done this before during uh, play. Uh, basketball playoffs uh where you guys are just like there's nothing interesting to talk about in wrestling right now you know aw is just doing nothing wwe is like in a holding pattern because they got fans we're just going to talk about basketball for like 10 15 minutes to fill this hour and it's great like that that's actually a very like just fuck it we're just going to do this because that's what we want to do a lot of people would just kind of really stretch out yeah there's, the, uh, there's no rules i'd rather no. just talk about like like in the last episode that we just recorded that's about to come out we just talked we talked with jtr for like 30 minutes just going over some text messages that we saw on a tweet <laughs> and then like compare, comparing them to trick williams um, <laughs> so, like yeah <laughs> it was great content it was great content oh and god I trick williams yeah big fan of trick yeah, yeah. uh he he definitely i could look look a sidebar this is only we don't really talk about too. I mean, we do sometimes, but uh, normally it's after the thing. Trick Williams absolutely just said, "Fuck it, I'm gonna do what I want." At least twice during that his debut promo, like oh, he had to. He I there was he forgot his lines. He yeah. I, he 100 forgot his lines, but then he also knew that he like he was like, "Hey, give me this mic because I'm gonna say what I need to. I need to. I'm gonna be the last word in this promo. It it's gonna be what it is. It is what it's gonna be." Like. I'm like, oh no, that's a bad. You just, first off, you're not the star, my guy. That's Carmelo Hayes. Second off, you you took the mic to say the last line, and it's bad. It's not a good. That's not a good catchphrase. If that's what you're going for. Hear me what out. Yep. What was it again? What did he say? He said. He said. Uh, it's gonna. It, it is what it's gonna be. It is what. Uh, uh, no, yeah. That's, I mean, I I, I watched. Uh, NXT 2.0 this week, but I did not remember that was the catchphrase, and now I'm remembering. I, don't, I, I hope it's not as yeah. because it's not good. Yeah. It's not good. Yeah, if, I hope Hear it's me out. Yeah. I don't. I I don't hate it. I look. If I don't hate it. Used properly, it'll be I, cool. It, it is what's gonna be. Yeah, yeah. and, and it's it's not it's not terrible. I just don't think like the whole idea was the you know it just bad situation. You know that was. Uh, I ain't, ain't nobody seen Trick here to see Trick Williams at the moment, at the moment. Um, 
But yeah, okay, so RoboCop. RoboCop, big, it, it, it holds back to the, just back, a little bit back to it. The original RoboCop, part of the uh, yes, there was a remake. I don't recall if there was any police brutality. Uh, it's it's probably wasn't going to be because God, God, the people who would want to see RoboCop would not stop bitching. So I kind of do wish there was just, but I would have remembered. I'm only them. here to see documentaries. Uh, no. <laughs> so the movie came out in the '80s um, before all of us were alive, um, and it was a big hit, as I said, and. Oh, thanks to like Star Wars and, and Godfather and other movies having success, having a sequel, uh, RoboCop 2 would have a sequel. It would launch around the late late 80s, early 90s. So around the, around the time where I'm born. I know I'm, I'm a couple years older than the two of you. Uh, I'm the old head. So, naturally, as wrestling is to do, Wrestling decides to get involved, or you know, it, it gets used as a vehicle, and they try to cross promote, and they reach out to, you know, be like, "Hey, you have anything you need to promote that you would like on our, pro you know, thing, or vice versa?" So RoboCop gets involved in some promotional um, time on WCW television. Oh, you said WCW? Okay. Oh yeah, you're yeah you're expecting WWE. Maybe maybe see RoboCop hang chill with Big Boss Man. Maybe you know like maybe hang out with you know Hulk Hogan. No. Yeah, no. As soon as you said WWE, uh, as soon as you said WCW, all bets are off. All bets, all bets. Especially the, especially in the late '80s, early '90s, because they're going through this change. They're losing as a as a national, uh, you know, a uh, national entity. They're you know, WWE is just fucking beating them over the head with success after success. They're, you know, they're just printing money at this point. Uh, and WCW is just got bought by Ted Turner uh, and Turner. So now they have kind of they have a television. They have more muscle behind them, but it also kind of goes corporate. They put Jim Hurd and some other people in 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 charge, and it really it's just not good. It's not good business. Um. But it does provide a nice little fun, you know, couple months where Sting is promising that he's going to get back at the the Four Horsemen, as you will. Sting was always against them, uh, except for when he was with them, and yeah, they turned on him. <laughs> uh, so we're going to watch today. We're going to watch the time that Sting and RoboCop, well, more so RoboCop, yes. saving... Sting from the Four Horsemen. Yes, I've seen like bits. I've never seen this full thing, but I remember okay. like when you started talking about WCW and RoboCop, I was like, I remember. I think I've seen in like we all watch like top ten videos on YouTube and stuff, mm -hmm. and I've seen like people talk about it, but I don't remember everything. So I now I'm very excited because I've seen bits and pieces about stuff like this. <laughs> what about you, Aaron? Have you ever have you seen any bits and pieces of RoboCop saving Sting? heard of it and never seen any parts okay all right so this is good this is good i my my best my worst case scenario was that you guys had had seen parts of this which is what broads did um but best case no 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 no. it's good because as least as long as one person has not seen it we can because it makes it like we did a, i did a episode will be it hasn't come out yet but it's me and chet talking about the time brian pillman whipped out a gun on uh steve austin yeah, see, the, yeah, you you need people who have never like who don't. And I got like, blam, I got blam for that. So it's just me and Chet oh, talking okay. to Blam the whole time. 
<laughs> Blam's like, I'm just in awe of his fashion and also their interior <laughs> decorations. <laughs> like, it's like, all right, but like, like, also he goes, so this was wrestling? I said, yeah, this was, this was also edgy television for the time. He goes, he just pulled out, he pulled out a, a gun. He said, like, it's, he goes, what, like, what happens when uh, Austin 316 meets, uh, Pillman nine millimeter. Pillman nine millimeter. It's yeah. like, and I'm sitting there like, I have to. I did uh, this week's episode that comes out tomorrow is Basque and Pat uh, Duff, and Duffman who or Duff guy who are not wrestling fans at all. And I'm like, good. Two, I can grab some well known thing. I'm gonna do the milk, uh, the milk uh, bath, the uh, Kurt Angle, uh, the, the Kurt Angle. Yeah, 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 and I'm like, that's good. Like these two probably if they've seen the they've seen the gifts, but now they get the context. So we did that. Yeah. Um, but no, that's why I, I kind of like, you know, I like doing this stuff. I was like, you know, how far back do I want to go? Because I can go back real far and find stuff. And then I was like, you know what? Sting and RoboCop is pretty good. The two of you are young enough that you probably haven't fully seen it. Um, but yeah, this is good. All right. So we're going to sit here. I've got it on the Peacock, the Cock Network, Capital uh, Combat 1990. Uh, time code is uh, one hour, 28 minutes and 18 seconds of what we're starting from. Uh, here on the grapple, uh, not the grapple guys, here with the grapple guys on the Dork Side of the Ring podcast. We'll be right back. Mm, yeah, let me tell you something. Oh, yeah, get through here today. Yeah, to talk about the Patreon. Yeah, the Grum's got going on. Yeah, patreon.com slash Grum. Uh huh. Talking about the uh, early access to podcast episodes like this one you're listening to right now, yeah, uh huh. Or you also got the uh, episodes, uh, uh, little episodes in between, yeah, maybe a, what do we call them, yeah, the live watch alongs, yeah, that's what we're gonna call them, maybe, yeah, that you can listen to either audio or video. I know right now there's some video there that might be just some audio stuff, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, got all that going on. And if you go even higher, yeah, you can. Episode. Yeah, only listenable uh, on Patreon. Yeah, so actually, that's cool. I got that. I got the same. Yeah, I got a little bit of a sneak preview. Yeah, take a listen. Yeah. If they had popped a flat oh. live television, I would have pissed. But you can't do this. Week. Like you, you can't, can't do this in like Philadelphia. There's way too many potholes. <laughs> they do trying to give somebody fucking Mitch Nuka, try to give him a Mitch Nuka driver and hit a pothole and drop him on his fucking neck before he's ready. They do this shit in Philly, and out of nowhere, as you're driving, you just, <laughs> you, they're driving along down a road, and you just see a car blazing at top speeds to get up there, and then it's gritty <laughs> from the NHL, and you're like, oh, <laughs> it's gritty! <laughs> oh, yeah, so you can get that content and more, you know, over at patreon.com slash grum, yeah. You can also follow the Dorkside Ring on Twitter, at Dorkside Ring, yeah, D-O-R-K-S-I-D-E-R-I-N-G, yeah, uh-huh. first name Macho, last name Grum, that's who I am, yeah, you're listening to Dorkside of the Ring Podcast, uh-huh, appreciate you listening, yeah, also while you're here, yeah, go to the Apple Podcast Store, yeah, Apple Podcast Application, yeah, go to the Dorkside of the Ring, leave a five-star review and I will read it, yeah, do it, do it now, do it later, let me know so I can get my reading glasses on. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah, wrestling is a lot more fun. Yeah, no one's taking it that seriously. Uh-huh, dig it! So, yeah, 
We're back on the dark side. Uh, that was all of uh, <laughs> five, not even five minutes. Uh, so, oh. yeah, it's, it's very, look, it's very short, but it's a lot to talk about. Uh, <laughs> starting with, I don't even, I don't even know if I agree. Like, I'm like, I'm, I'm I, like, why did, why do they do that? That's the, that's like, all right. So it, is, it starts, right? It starts with, with Jim Ross throwing it. He's advertising the great American bash. And then he throws it to Gordon Soley, the great Gordon Soley, and he's he's got he's like, hey, he's he's back with some news, Sting in there, and he's just like, yeah, I'm back here, Sting and RoboCop are coming in, and there's security for the robo the robot, like they're 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 putting their hands in the camera, the camera's doing the the funky like like uh, staticky, you're getting occasional shots of uh, RoboCop, RoboCop's getting the superstar treatment here, he's getting a full. Full fledged security. They had him out here like Goldberg. <laughs> it just well, I mean, he moved as as like as good as Goldberg does right now. Yeah, absolutely. Could have had me better even. Oh, I would say better. I would say better. I just love that they're like RoboCop is here, and like this guy, this who is like a robot cop needs security. It's just so funny to me. It's just like, and also, like you mentioned with the camera shots, like the literal, like the static goes, and then it just you see like a glimpse of like robot foot walking, and the kind of like goes, that part. And then I, I didn't hate it to be honest, but also I'm just like, this is RoboCop getting, as Grum said, the superstar true, getting a better entrance than like some people do, like nowadays or even back then. Like, they, and then and then we get what we get. After he gets this big entrance, I'm just, I'm still in awe. I can't you know, it. You know what I'm thinking? You know mm. what I'm thinking? So, right, those cameras were all at wild angles. Yeah. Does, does RoboCop just give off, like, a brutality haze around him? <laughs> They're just, everyone is, everyone just is immediately hurt by him, by his presence. Maybe. Clearly. Because, because, because dude was on the floor. It, it looked like the cameraman was getting his ass whooped. Like I don't, I, I don't even know how else to describe that. Like, why did they do that? Like that? I mean, it looked cool. Yeah, I, I don't, I, I don't know either. Like, I, I, I don't understand. I like, like I said, like I, I, and also not to come out, come enter the arena with Sting. Like you don't see Sting at all. It goes straight to Gordon Soley, who is just talking about Sting and RoboCop coming in, but you only see RoboCop and his security, who, who. Also, don't follow him out to the ring. Like they're like, oh, here, go ahead. Like you're a, you're a robot cop. You can you can leave. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. By the way, why do we need to come out? Like, like, and these are Secret Service level. They got the glasses. Like these are like your when you think of like a Secret Service like in a TV show. Like that's what it is. They got the ear. They got the earplug, sunglasses. They got pens in their chest that are like probably like little little like one shot guns or something like that, and. They're protecting a fictional character who I guess isn't a fictional character, but is a fictional character. Wrestling is weird yeah, in that. Yeah, hold on. Yeah, I I, I don't get that, right? So, <laughs> okay. So he's a movie character mm-hmm. in a movie reality. Ooh, ouch. In a movie reality, but he exists in wrestling. So wrestling, by extension, exists in the RoboCop universe right am, am i am i wrong to assume this this feels like all right so 
is wrestling like an alternate universe? I, you know, I don't, I don't know, right? Okay, so, so <laughs> RoboCop comes out in '87. This is this happened. This promo happens. I'm trying to see because I, I swear it takes place in the future, um, like the setting of the movie. Yeah, um, yeah this is the '80s. Like, it was one of <laughs> in a dystopian near future, I don't think they they pers- precisely say what year RoboCop is set in, but it's in the near future. But like it's in the skinny jeans era, at least. Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, like, does does is so does RoboCop have the ability to time travel or di- you know multi dimensional travel, or was WCW set in the same era of RoboCop? If so. Why didn't Sting stop RoboCop from turning into a robot in the first place? Huh, Sting? Huh? Huh, Sting? I thought you are the stinger. Aren't you supposed to be the hero? You lame-ass motherfucker. Like, <laughs> you, what were you supposed You just sit there in your Zubob pants working out at Gold's Gym? Huh? Huh? I did not, I did not did, expect this. To didn't save thing. RoboCop? What? A, did you not say You didn't and, save Riggs? And another thing. Why did he come down to the ring dressed like he just woke up? <laughs> no, that's he didn't just wake up. That's the thing. He that's what they that's what they wore. That's what people wore in the 80s, specifically wrestlers. Zubaz, loose fitting tank tops and high top sneakers. Like he, he was I don't know, man. I, I He was I, outside I, I, before all of us were outside. Bot, bot behavior. I did not expect this podcast to turn into uh, Roland Sting into the pack. <laughs> oh, buddy, here's the thing. The, I, I have my own wheel of slander here. My wheel of slander is only Sting, though. It's just anytime I get okay. to just I, anytime I get to pack up Sting, I, I will pack Sting up. He does. You know, let's 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 look at the facts here. Sting has never done anything like even remotely cool. If we're, if we're really thinking about it, like mm-hmm. what's the what's the coolest thing Sting has ever done? Fall from the ceiling. Fall from the ceiling uh, and be, be revealed under a uh, like a curtain in WWE that no nobody expected him to be under. It. That was like that was that was cool. That that was cool. that was cool. Um, yeah, it was definitely hot there because his paint was his paint was uh was coming off. Yeah, uh, but yeah, no, like Sting. I you know I I've said this before. He is the Paul Pierce. Sorry, Brods. He's the Paul Pierce of professional wrestling. He has he has a he's. I will not sit here and say that Sting is not a Hall of Fame caliber talent. I will not say that he was not over. I will say, though, he was not the most important person in his company at any point in time. Yes. And when he was, the company was on a downscope. Yeah, they were already heading towards that. Oh, we're going to sell eventually because we're starting to lose the ratings war and we're, yeah. we don't know what to do about it. Like, <laughs> like if you want to go when he debuts, you know, like we talk, I've talked about this before. You go back to listen to episode two, but when he debuts, you know, they put him in the ring with Sting to really make him, you know, the, hey, this is our guy. This is our baby face guy. Yeah. Sting is like, he's like Ben Simmons. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Is he, yeah. No, yeah, no, he's no. like Ben Simmons. Because he's horrible, right? Whoa, whoa, but like whoa, whoa, everybody whoa, whoa. likes oh, to boy, pretend that he does like certain things. Who is this? Who? <laughs> I invite you on my own fucking podcast, and you're gonna insult me like this? How dare I, you? Compare- I, I, How dare you? All right, look, my my guy Ben Simmons is flawed. Yes, he has a flaw. I should he so therefore he is flawed. He is better at nearly everything else than Paul Pierce. I'll say it. 
I'll, 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 I'll say for the sake of a take, all right? He's a better defender than Paul Pierce ever was. Better playmaker. Better than Paul Pierce as as a playmaker. He's he's a better rebounder than Paul Pierce. Only thing Paul Pierce he better he parties better than Paul Pierce, and Paul Pierce is a pretty good partier. All right. He's partying with Kardashians, man. That's kind of whack. It's still better. Look, it's still that's a that's a big party. You know, that's a big party. He's. I mean, Paul Pierce has hookers and blackjack pretty cool you don't think paul you don't think ben the, the kardashians got hookers in blackjack no also he's <laughs> like, if they don't that's a problem it's all like you know that's a problem they need they need to up Wait, their grandpa. i mean you're right they're, yeah that's fair um but sting not co- just like you know he he was 80s cool you know that's what we'll, i'll call it. he's 80s cool and he just yeah. never Became cool again once once it got into the 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 mid nineties. Even cool though. I, uh, I mean, I wasn't alive in the eighties, right? But <laughs> when I think of cool in the eighties, I don't think of that. I think of like I think of like leather jackets and like leather pants and like the wife beater and like the you know that mohawk that the white people had that looked like uh you're thinking of like punk you're just thinking of animal. punk rock you know you're just thinking of like punk rock that's what you're thinking of no no no, no. i'm not thinking of punk rock i'm thinking, I'm of, thinking of oh <laughs> are you yeah you're not you're thinking you're thinking of the 50s then my god you're talking about a greaser <laughs> like the fonts uh, is seeing like gg island and the other one is seeing are you talking like, about like g-easy uh, like g-easy's whole aesthetic you think that was cool names yeah yeah, yeah. no that was g no, that's not an '80s cool guy. It's like a that's He's like, like a, a '60s cool guy. It's a '60s cool guy. <laughs> yeah, the, the '80s the '80s were one of two things: either bright, dumb, bright, and colorful, or hair metal. Like that's it. Those are the only things that are cool back then. Like the only two personality traits. The only two personalities of of considerably cool people in the '80s are bright and colorful, or hair metal. You're either like Motley Crue or you're really into surfing. Basically, no, exactly, exactly what it is. That's what Sting was. Yeah, he was he was the thing. Like you had, like you had, you also had a third aesthetic that was like kind of later, which was the like, hey, I'm gonna wear like my varsity jacket look. Like Eddie Murphy rocked that look in like every movie he he was in during that time period. Uh. It was just like I'm gonna look Yeah, it, I was gonna say Sting did Sting did kinda get that look off too though. Yeah, no, it, you know what? I'll give it to Sting. He had fits in the eighties. Yeah, I mean look, that I'm not gonna lie. Like I, I think I would I could definitely see people rocking what he wore at Capital Pun at Capital not Capital Punishment, Capital Qu- Combat nineteen ninety. Like today. No, Capital Punishment. <laughs> Capital Punishment is is uh two different things. Is one is a WWE pay per view and one the other thing is uh another thing. Um yeah. But I associate Capital Punishment WWE pay per view with our truth. Sorry, I just wanted to put that no, out there. I, 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 no, it's very, it's very true. I mean, the man uh, at the time was smoking indoors. Uh, the biggest yeah, heel. That's so fire. <laughs> like for heel for for fucking heat, he just lights up a cigarette. Like yes. I can't I fucking. Can't. It's incredible, incredible. Like blue, I'd have been blowing it in kids' face. WWE <laughs> Championship. Well, it's also like. Apparently, that's this is our truth. Just knowing, knowing like shit going on. Apparently, at the time that because that angle was in um, uh, London. Apparently, they had just pu- passed um, like a unanimous bill or something like that. Like smoking indoors is illegal. So and he did it anyway, that's and funny. he did. Yeah. Uh, so it was just like extra, and I'm like, 
uh, that could have just been a rumor that was on like the the message boards at the time. But yeah, eighties. Um, I'm just I just googled like what eighty what people were cool in the eighties. Like Michael Jackson. That's that. I, th- I feel like he's an exception to the rule. Like he's he was just cool in general. Uh, you got a <laughs> uh, uh, couple canceled people. Um, that's always good. Um, sure. Yeah, there's oh, there's gonna be tons of those. There's any, ton- like, yeah, yeah, you're gonna sprinkle in some. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you got Tony Danza. Like he's if you were you were either a jock or a hair metal. I think at this point because like uh, every look is just a a, a jock. Or a, you know, pretty boy, pretty boy jock, and then just like the occasional like, uh, like just I my hair is a lot bigger than it needs to be. Looks like yeah, those are those. I, I respect those kind of looks personally. Like I guess you like uh, you also had um uh, like Arnold and Sylvester Stallone and uh, uh, oh yeah, like that's that's like uh, Harrison Ford black T-shirt drip. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, you have, you have, <laughs> you got fucking <laughs> this fucking picture of uh, of um, what's his face with the thick ass mustache, um, Burt Reynolds, rocking, rocking. Yeah. rocking Say this, in the eighties, that could have been any. That could have been yeah, Tom well, Salaghi. Yeah, no, but Burt Reynolds, uh, Burt, <laughs> uh, much like uh, Ron Simmons, who at this similar at this time yeah. uh, was in WCW. Uh, but Burt Reynolds is is rocking this like fluorescent. Red and blue Hawaiian shirt that's like like three three buttons out of ten are buttoned. And it's like yeah no like this guy is like I can see why women loved him they they absolutely went went crazy for the man. Um, yeah, he was a thick ass mustache. Uh, I wish I could grow one of those, Loki. I think I could really pull it off, like like the really <laughs> thick, like I, I'm the lawman type of mustache. <laughs> Carl Winslow, <laughs> you need to be Carl Winslow from Family Man. Right, right, yeah, <laughs> like one of them, but like, also, like a half Fu Manchu where it just goes like around my like to okay. like the bottom of my lips. Oh, so you want like the, the you want the ho- you want the Hogan look? No, no, Hogan has the full Fu Manchu. I want like the half Fu Manchu. You, okay, so you want to stop it like the, at the top, the bot, like where your where your uh, top and bottom me- uh, lip meet. Then exactly, exactly. Okay, right. There you go, right there. <laughs> I mean, you pull it off, man. You guys just gotta, you know, let it grow. Hopefully, I have maybe. to, you know, take some sort of supplements. You know, eh, I mean, my facial hair is trash. Why not? Just keep doing it. You got, you're not you're not contracted yet. Like you you can do it. True. They keep well, on telling me to do the juice. Do, do, <laughs> I was just gonna say, just HGH, just go the expensive and t- somewhat legal route of HGH. I was, you know what? I, w- I was kicking around the ideas, but I'm not gonna talk about it. <laughs> Don't uh, accrue. <laughs> you, know you know what I do want to talk about <laughs> is why was this segment so short? Why? That's so, and that's <laughs> right, and that's the thing. You have your top, your one of your top two baby faces in Sting. I believe Sting at this time. Is also coming off of injury. I believe he got hurt in '89, and in '90 he was coming back. They uh, had turned Lex Luger face as a result of it, so that they would have a big muscular baby face to go against uh, Ric Flair. Um, and they played on the whole like that Lex and, and Sting are best friends in real life, and it was you know there to do it. And Sting is coming back, so he might have not been able to do full he might not have been clear to do full contact because you don't t- he doesn't take a bump he just gets shoved into a into yeah. a into a shark cage 
Um, yeah. Why the shark cage? Okay, so right before then, there was a match for the United States Tag Team Championship between the Rockers, or not the Rockers, the Midnight Express, Midnight Express and the Rock and Roll Express. And uh, Jim Cornette was put in, in the cage to be at ringside as per the stipulation. So this ma- this was right after that match. So props to WCW for coordinating this at a proper time. But, like, that was your best use of RoboCop? Also. Right. Like, I mean, I felt... Okay, so so you say Sting can't bump at that time, right? Mm-hmm. Why can't he talk? Like, they, they could have they done some right. talking before there, this. Like, nothing. nothing. No, 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 no. Like, I would... Like, it literally... So, we're talking about it uh, for the audience who did not watch along uh, or did not go and watch it. The Sting comes out. And he's like high fiving the fans. He's talking, and they go and RoboCop. The what is it? Uh, the ministering justice, uh, RoboCop, and like RoboCop like fucking saunters out there. Like a, yeah, I'm like Jesus Christ. Like some full thirty seconds to get to the shark cage. A- a- uh, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> so while he's coming out, uh, RoboCop, uh, the three of the four horsemen, Ole Anderson, Arn Anderson, and and Sid Sid Vicious. Uh, throw him, throw Sting into the shark cage, and they quote unquote lock him in there so that they can beat up RoboCop. And RoboCop goes straight for the the cage, bends two of the things, and in doing so, opens it, <laughs> puts it, shuts like, it, closes like a normal door, no, no, like no. a normal <laughs> door. Yeah, he as opens it, it like a normal door and then closes it. Closes yeah, it so that he can do the whole thing of lifting it up and throwing it on the ground. And yeah. my God, it was. Um, yeah, I can see why RoboCop Two did not do well in theaters comparatively. Nope. My <laughs> biggest one of my. I mean, again, aside from what you guys already pointed out, in that he opens the door and like breaks like part of like the inside like poles or whatever you want to call them and then he just he's like oh wait no i actually got to rip it off close and then rip it off <laughs> aside like, from that okay never mind hold on finish your thought finish your thought you're, you're good uh the the only the other thing that bought is like again i don't know what i don't know is it like the actual like actor from robocop or whatever or is it just someone they hired no. to play do you know so it was claimed for years that it was the actual mm-hmm. it was actually the the actor paul weller uh, to show up, that they got the actual actor Robocop Godmother. They didn't. Sting came out and was talking about it at like a Starcast a couple years ago, and he was like, "Yeah, no, that that didn't happen. No, that wasn't. That was just some guy, <laughs> like some guy who kind of looked like yeah. him." So then that, yeah. So that furthers my point of like, why can't I? Again, I understand it's Robocop. He's moving around like a fucking robot. So I understand like how. You don't want him to, like, he may not look like he can get super physical or anything, but why not have him, I don't know, like, throw a punch or, like, do something cool that you would want RoboCop to do in a movie. That's my biggest gripe, is that he literally, thought, like you said, he comes out, he tears you off you, the you, door. And then that's it. I was going to say, you ain't think him bending those bars was cool? I thought it was <laughs> <Yeah>. alright. <laughs> I thought that was cool, but, like, I want him to do a little more, because then, like, like we see, like, Arn and Sid and everybody go back off into the crowd like scared as shit instead of like they're like oh no it's, they did not it's look scared to they, me. i was gonna say they didn't even look scared they were like all right we're done let's get walking like yeah like yeah, they, scared probably wasn't the right word Ar- like, Arn like, and- god bless arn anderson for trying 
to threaten RoboCop. Because we're gonna we're gonna beat you into the bucket of bolts you are. And like just gets ignored and they're like, Alright, we'll get you guys later. <laughs> like, time, yeah, we're just gonna slowly walk out into the crowd they had, and stare at you they, and hope for the best. They tr like I know Ole Anderson hated this. Like Ole Anderson hates everything. Like there's not a thing in the world that Ole Anderson likes. Um, yeah. Man, just he he likes wrestling, but he hates wrestling at the same time. He's much like uh, wrestling Twitter. Um, but <laughs> one could say Ole Anderson is the original wrestling Twitter user. The um, but the fact of like that he like is involved in this makes it even funnier because I know he's talking about like backstage. He's like. Uh, this is shit. This is such shit. This is this is what's wrong with this company. That's why this is why we're not we're not doing anything good. And I think at this time he's, I think he's booking in 1990. I think he's booking, but he's also uh, dealing with like corporate. So he's not he's booking, but he's not the president at this time. Uh, so it's just one of those things of like he's just kind of like fuck it. I don't want to do this, but I have to do this because my bosses are telling me I have to do this, and he's just not trying. Arn Anderson. Not try. I mean, aren't Arn's trying, but uh, and then you have Sid Vicious, who I think has been in the comp in wrestling for like three or four years at this time, and he's mm -hmm. just he's just they're just trying to keep Sting in the cage, which is just funny to me. Like, see, you, we talk about it. It's just like, like, oh yeah, you got to pretend to you got to be pretending to try to reach in there, like be like, ah, oh, I got to get out. Let me out. Let me out. And you're just like, I really can't. That it's door like was unlocked. The whole he's time. doing his best. He's just like, let me, let me out, guys. Let me try and not purpose, like, accidentally push the door wide open. For, like, it's, it's just, it's so funny. It's, it is. Uh, it, I don't understand, like, I think the thing about it that makes it even worse is, is to, like, what you guys are saying, there's nothing else. It's literally that. And then the cameras are, like, watching Sting tell Robocop that the, he did good. And thanks him, and then they just walk back. Yeah, stuff like this makes me look at like at the mark so weird because it's like, yo, I hear people be like, yo, this is the worst segment of all time. That segment that we just watched was worse than just about any segment I've seen in maybe like three, four years. That joint was horrible. <laughs> look, people, people today nowadays will say that wrestling is terrible. And it's not. Wrestling is fun. Wrestling is always fun. What is terrible is that you compare things to, to different times. Like, like, Oh yeah. Like I remember being as a kid, I love watching, you know, valve, you know, stone cold, Steve Austin, you know, flip off the middle fingers. Like, yeah. But, uh, how do you feel about like Val Venus, like fucking every, every woman that he can and like bragging about it. Do you think that? And like, and that being his entire character and they're like, ah, yeah. It's but like, the, like yeah no it is pretty good it, <laughs> for a character absolutely but they'll be like ah uh, yeah I'm like oh what about the time that uh you know Mark Henry uh you know was just banging an an eighty year old oh, it was funny okay all right so how is that any different than the funny thing that's happening here oh I just don't find this funny there it is it's just People not funny just choose to not find things funny no. I mean you know and that's that's it's it's fine I guess you know not everybody has the same sense of humor but. Yeah. The what, problem, yeah, like you said, everybody's comparing things to old things, and it's like, well, if you want something, the the old thing, you could just go back and watch the old thing, yeah. Um, as opposed to just trying to recreate it, like you don't gotta. Everything doesn't have to happen twice or have like 
a modern comparison or like we contextualize modernly. Like we gotta, we gotta, you know, some stuff's gotta die, uh, you know, to make room for other new stuff. So mm-hmm. let's let's keep that in mind. Yeah, like I. I uh like I'm, I'm watching uh, WCW. I've been watching for the last couple of years like WCW before I go to bed. Like from the time Nitro started until it closed, and I'm in like June of 2000 right now. And it's just there. It is you want truly awful like the product. Like <laughs> they did a they did a thing where Ric Flair collapses at the end of a a thunder, and Vince Russo, who's an on camera villain at this time. Uh, and the the rival of uh, Ric Flair at this time uh, holds a funeral for for him, but right before the funeral, also in the casket is just a big nose. That's it. Like that's that's all it is. It's just a big prosthetic I nose. A good note. No, <laughs> it's not. Um, and but right before then, uh, I think. I want to say Mike Awesome gets thrown into a uh, ambulance because he's they're building up an ambulance match between him and Diamond, Dal- Diamond Dallas Page, and he gets put in an ambulance, and the ambulance drives away, and they cut to a segment of Vince Russo and the New Blood walking the casket to the ring, and of the people there is Mike Awesome, who we just saw get thrown into a into an ambulance. Jesus Christ. Like continuity, continuity errors are, are continuity yeah. errors are just abundant here. There, there's things uh, air out of order, like pre-tapes air out of order. It's bad. WCW 2000 is the worst. Nothing that WWE does that is terrible today is as bad. It's just boring. Like there, it's bad because you find it boring. 2000 WCW is, was bad because it was bad. This segment was bad because it was bad. The only the only positive was that it was short. Because like, trash. like, oh could you God. imagine if they actually wanted to like, I, like at the same time? Well, I'm with Broads on like I would like to see some physicality, but at the same time, I it's very hard to do physicality with a robot who a robot man who moves like you know point one step a, a minute. To see him throw a punch like a robot. And he surely would have fucked that up because he fucked up opening a door. It's like, who's going who's gonna to expect a headlock out of, out of RoboCop after that? Yeah. yeah, you want RoboCop to put someone in a figure. You're not, you're not, you're <laughs> not going to see a Canadian Destroyer from uh, RoboCop, I can tell you that much. You know who you, you will, will see a Canadian Destroyer? Oh, oh. Aaron stole my line. Go ahead, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Ron Funches. Ron Funches is the answer. <laughs> I was oh. just going to say, everybody? I thought you were going to say Bad Bunny. <laughs> no, 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 no. This time, Ron Funches. Ron Funches Ooh. did it with Canadian Destroyer. He yep. wrestled. Uh, he wrestled Tony Deppin at um at GCW. Yeah, I heard. I mean, it was a good match. Like from what I heard, all things considered, it was it was fun. It's just like yeah. everybody's hitting a Canadian destroyer now. Like, you know, Bad Bunny does it. And everybody wants to do it. Bad Bunny, a trendsetter. Some would say. Bad Bunny, yeah, moving the needle. Moving mm-hmm. big, yes. yeah. He's Dip. setting the standard, the yeah. bar. He is raising the bar. <laughs> he is the bar. Uh, the bar. How many? How many other? How many other? Uh, uh, taglines can we take? He's ahead of the table. <laughs> ahead of the table, yeah. Some yeah. some say, some would say, some would say the CEO of the hair business. Uh, <laughs> uh, some would say he's elite. I don't know. You yeah. Know? <laughs> 
Some would say he's part of the, he's a super click in of in a to him, him himself. Yeah. Him and Damian uh, Priest. The power yeah. of positivity. Yeah. <laughs> certainly, certainly, uh, certainly. We get yelled at for that one. Yeah. So yeah. Kill me for that. One. <laughs> oh yeah, no question, no question. That was, that was horrible, but you know what? We're gonna let a guy on the podcast. So that's that's the segment. Like it's a five, it's a four or five minute segment, and like they throw together. And I think what their their goal was was to get people to watch their next pay per view. Like you already bought this pay per view for for RoboCop. Hey. If you liked what you saw up until this point and seeing RoboCop with Sting, uh, here, check out. We'll be on pay-per-view again. And Gary Michael Capetta, God bless him, couldn't even get through the plug properly. He's like, ah, the next time that World Championship WCW... That, that the paper was beating his ass. <laughs> words were... The English language is... He could not... He's like, next time on pay-per-view, it's it, where you could see... You WC Sting return the return of Sting is in Baltimore uh, this day and I'm like, holy shit, Gary! Like that was hurting. Like that say, were you that flabbergasted by <laughs> by RoboCop ripping off I the think door? He might just have been. I think he's like, holy shit, holy shit, that was amazing. How bad it was. He genuinely couldn't believe how bad it was, and he he was like, "I'm flustered. I can't even read English properly." I still can't get over the like the the four horsemen or the three of the four horsemen because uh, Ric Flair was prepping for his match against Lex Luger in a steel cage, um, where he, they just walk out. <laughs> they don't they don't try to like they have the numbers advantage. Like, look, I'll take I'll take Sid Vicious over the RoboCop. Ten to- nine times out of ten. Yeah. Because I like as long as it's not uh, softball season. Mm-hmm. That'd I be like, the only time. I feel like. Oh, sorry. No, no, we go. Go ahead. I was like, I remember like specifically. I I, or I thought I remember like this happening as well. Was when he's coming out and they first cut to them like to Arn and Sid and everyone like they're I can't remember which one of them I think it was Arn is like holding his like hand out he's like whoa 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 slow down there we were not ready for RoboCop <laughs> even though you just announced that RoboCop is coming out we were not expecting this to happen and it's just the best they're like, like they do their best to make it feel like it's a viable threat of what's about to happen of again RoboCop coming to quote unquote save the day but i don't know just everything like it's so funny and so awful at the same time that i might i might start to be liking what happened i'm glad oh this boy happened. oh boy oh jeez no that's just <laughs> no it's absolutely it's it's, it's I, mean, I don't even think this can this can qualify as so bad it's good no um, it's it's right it's right on the it's right on the edge it's right on the edge like yeah. it needed it needed a little bit more overacting it could have yeah. been to be to be like bad um i needed i needed like the four horsemen i needed them like sprinting away out of fear that's yeah, what I, yeah needed that's, I, need, I needed them like just on the run away from fucking robocop <laughs> or robocop <laughs> to fucking pull out pull out a gun on them like that's <laughs> like that's <laughs> what that's what this this segment was missing was was the robocop like just doing the like because the thing about uh robocop as, since you guys both have not seen the movie so the big key thing is he flips he 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 like swirls his pistol before holstering it and that was his big like human thing it was like like oh like yeah he's so cool he could just do that like he'll like he'd be at the you know the firing range he'll let off a clip and then put it in his holster and it's like that's not how you're supposed to do that but okay um it was very dangerous to very me. dangerous yes um <laughs> 
to uh, and the so like the big one of the big moments in the movie of like like he's still in there is they're like do it there's he's just firing off guns like i think they got him sh- firing a shotgun they got him firing a, an assault rifle of some kind i think and then the and then the standard you know standard issue pistol that they got and he does it fires it does the he he does it perfectly the same way and puts it in and then like his former partner was like he's still in there like oh my god okay so this is the same guy this isn't just some robot okay this is this is my partner um and uh like they're just like all right like not even that they don't even do that they don't have him come out with a billy club or a nightstick nothing like just give him something other than being robocop because like the movie it's like it's a it's a real big disconnect between the promotional aspect and then what actually did because like you would want if you're gonna promo robocop and if you're gonna be like hey also robocop 2 is coming to theaters in you know this summer like have him do something that he does in the movies so that people go oh this is great and this is very reminiscent of the very first episode of dork side where they had Chucky uh, promo the Bride of Chucky. But all he did was just shit talk Rick Steiner. And that was it. And the, the, he literally is sitting in he is sitting in a in a in a director's chair of some kind, just talking about how you should just watch his movie for some real violence. And I'm like W and I'm looking at like WCW is bad at doing promote getting promotional stuff involved. Yeah, they clearly didn't under- know or understand how to capitalize on again, like you said, like getting like promoting movies and getting like that. Like when you have that deal in place, you gotta you gotta you gotta execute shit better than mm-hmm. that. That's just that's just bad. Yeah. Um. So that brings me to some questions here because because I, I do want it because I was like this is gonna be a short one. There's not gonna be too much for us to talk about. It's it's, it's five minutes to talk about. We've we've killed roughly forty minutes here off of five mm-hmm. minutes, which is great. Um. So. Could there have been a worse television or movie cop to partner with Sting? Like just the same idea is that they they come to save Sting. It might not be the might not be the feat of strength, but I talked about Carl Winslow from Family Matters. I could just imagine him with Urkel, and he's like just yelling at incredible. Urkel the whole time. <laughs> that's, that's an incredible image. Um, there's like, give me Officer Bar Brady. Stop. <laughs> Now, are you doing a human version of him or like the actual? Because at this point, like nah, normal Bar Brady, give me okay. cartoon Bar Brady. Because <laughs> um, I, I think he'll shoot somebody, even if it's an accident. He would absolutely shoot Sid Vicious. <laughs> to yeah. put, he'd see him just the size of Sid Vicious. Ah, uh, no question. Are we talking like cops from like movies and shows? M- like, movies. No, you look any, any like. Are there worse people that could have come out with, or just anybody you would like to see if next to Sting trying to rescue him and facing off the the uh, the, the four horsemen? Um, I, for some reason, Detective Olivia Benson from Monitor SVU. <laughs> really That's a very funny image. I don't know why. That's pretty like, good. She, like every time I think of like show or movie cop, she's like one of the first people that comes to mind. I don't know. I'm just thinking of her like with that strut that she does when she walks sometimes, especially in like the later seasons of Law and mm. Order where like where like Stabler's not there and it's just her like her like holding like like her side where she has like her gun or something just strutting <laughs> in. I, I can't get that image out of my head now. <laughs> it's I'm now I'm not thinking of the John Mulaney iced tea bit. 
Where... <laughs> yes, or like when someone eats too yeah, much he's chocolate. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> like Sting, Sting is explaining to Ice-T's uh, cop character. He's like, all right, so they're the four horsemen. You mean like of the apocalypse? Kind of. You mean like <laughs> pestilence and famine and war and... and th- <laughs> In theory, yes, Ice-T. But there's four of them. You're getting it. Like, like just like I'm th- like bring one into the world, right? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> it's, so what you're telling me is that these guys and Ric Flair, yeah, work for Satan. No, <laughs> no, mm, going too far. Too far. You're, get, reel it back. They, they work for themselves. Ice T. They work for themselves. That's very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> this is capital combat there's a fight <laughs> there's a shark cage next to it so you get put you so you're you're saying there's shark infested waters no no these horse ride shark and there's a shark in the street <laughs> we have to take them down <laughs> why why are they called the horsemen and not the sharkmen it's, it's not i see you're asking too many questions i see <laughs> <laughs> we're losing the plot here i see all right let's get back to the idea you have to save sting who is Sting? The singer? I don't like his music. <laughs> I don't like his music. He I don't can't like really all. play bass. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a big fan of the police. <laughs> yeah, but I thought you were oh, them. just like uh, <laughs> I thought you just weren't a fan of like actual police. No, them and the and the band. The band as well, nah. <laughs> Could you imagine what, what, that? <laughs> what else we what else we gotta talk about? I actually gotta uh, go soon. Oh um we uh the the last one that I had, um was uh the just the idea of um like wh- who are the best like movie promotional like wrestling crossovers like the first thing one that comes to my mind was like Hugh Jackman when he was advertising the 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 Rock'em Sock'em robot thing yeah and he knocked out Dolph Ziggler to help out yeah. like Zach- I feel like that like other than Bad Bunny like I'm talking I think- about Real Steel Real Steel yeah that was the movie yeah, that movie's fire. I love yeah. that movie. But like, because we were talking about like doing something that resembles the movie, and it's like, oh, Hugh Jackman is a boxer, so this makes sense. He knocks yeah. him out. Okay, this makes sense. Like, uh, it's like it's movie crossovers. Yeah, I really like, can't think of that many. I was trying to think of like like David Arquette is is one that's bad, but also kind of yeah. good because like his um, whole thing is the movie. But yeah, the Stephen I like. Who Stephen Amell? I I would say Stephen Amell counts from like his original WWE, like yeah, because I made like some AEW or not, what other? He's a, he did the uh, he did the uh, all in against uh, Christopher Daniels. He had a match. Yes, that's what it yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, no. So, like, I feel like his original appearance, where like he actually had a match and he like took mm-hmm. a lot of bumps. That I feel like that was pretty good to promote yeah. his show. Um, yeah, because like Bad Bunny's obviously up there uh, to promote uh, his tour, because that's all it ended up turning. That was the greatest thing. Where it's like the next night they do, you came to our world now, go rule yours. And they gave him a fucking Bad Bunny sledgehammer. So, so, oh, so that was very cute. <laughs> that was so great. Cool. Um, but yeah, I, I can't. I, those are, that's a good one. Go ahead. No, sorry, I was gonna. And going back to the Hugh Jackman thing as well. The thing I loved about when they did that was Ziggler sold that for, like, weeks. He was like, I have, like, my jaw is, like, mm-hmm. frozen. I haven't been able to eat solid foods. How would you... Like, he was doing great heel work, being like, how would you guys feel if you had to sip through a straw? 
for however many weeks straight. It was like they, they sold the shit out of it. And that's when, you know, you had like an effective celebrity appearance. I feel like it was really. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Uh, um, I, honorable mention to the, uh, to the zombie battle Royal. Okay. Hey, you know what? I, yeah. That was a recent. Yeah. That's a recent one. I thought, yeah, that's a nice one. Like I, I, it's something new, right? You know, which is good. Yeah. Um, it was like last year, something like that. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there was any other cross promotional ones that were good. Um, did when Mike Tyson guest hosted? Did he have anything that was was he plugging anything? I don't think he was himself as a boxer. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, he, that, that's, that's, really, I don't know if there was anything going yeah. on around that time. Because I was like, you know, I was like Pat McAfee's there, but Pat McAfee's like a an is like an athlete, and B also wasn't really promoting anything. He's just getting a job. Yeah. Um, he was enjoying himself. Yeah, he was. Yeah, so it's 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 very tough to be like, oh, like this. I guess the only other one I can think of, um, never mind. I thought it was, but that wasn't it. There, there's there's been some good ones. There's mostly most of them are bad ones. The Hugh Jackman one stood out as very good because it's like, hey, here's what the movie's about. Hugh Jackman punches people. Here's what Hugh Jackson's yeah. gonna do. He's gonna punch this guy. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it's about. I, I mean, it just it depends on it depends on how like I don't know this this I feel like there's probably way more movie crossovers that we can that mm-hmm. have happened, but none of them are really memorable enough to where it's like you know not memorable enough like a like a Sting saves RoboCop or like a like a Zombie Battle Royal or something like that, or like yeah or like uh, Steve, uh I was about to combine Stephen Amell and Hugh Jackman's name uh, <laughs> when Hugh when Hugh Jackman punched uh, Ziggler in the face like there's. There's good ones, but there's really not that many, and I know that there's a ton of crossovers. So that should say something for the shooting percentage of these uh, these cameos and stuff. Yeah, like there's been a lot of matches, but I was trying to think of just like just single um, like promotional vehicles almost. Like um, yeah, and and that was where I'm like like Floyd Mayweather was a good use of a celebrity, but he wasn't promoting anything. Um, like same with Tyson, Arnold maybe because Arnold when he came in um, uh, for the SmackDown in uh, the late nineties, yeah, like the second the second or third uh, uh, thing he he basically came in and screwed over um, uh, uh, what's his, uh, his Triple H and like helped the Rock, um, but yeah like there's there's been a lot of guest stars in wrestling but it's just not like that have been anything like I've done this talk about like James Brown. He danced. He wasn't necessarily yeah. doing anything, but promoting anything. Um, I maybe Master P, uh, also, uh, also could be well, bad. That one time, that one time that Offset just came came through to introduce. Uh, I think he introduced Charlotte Flair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. I, I like that cameo. Um, I think the random, like the one off, like just okay, I'm a celebrity. Let me come and do stuff. Like the, those work better than like yeah. trying to like feed in more you know from who, like a whole movie into your wrestling. You know, I'm I sitting there. Floyd, or not Floyd. Um, Kevin Federline could have been if he was promoting something. Actually, you know what? I will. I would say Leslie Nielsen for uh, from Naked Gun fame. Uh, he, he showed up in 1993. Uh, helping the search for Undertaker, um, and uh, was pro- <laughs> and and just that did that. Because like, you know, it's a detective movie. Also, again, Mickey Rourke. I think I think Mickey Rourke was another another good one. Um, um, that I just thought of as well was 
I mean, I don't know if the, I don't think this whole thing was good, but do you guys remember when they had the Muppet on? Yes. <laughs> like an yes. That that I enjoyed was Seamus's interaction with Eager. That was very funny. That was good. It was a good. Seamus one, interacting with the Muppet sounds pretty funny. Yeah. It was, uh, it was great. I think he was, he was claiming to be like, like legitimately related to Beaker. Like, he was like, yeah, <laughs> I saw you at the reunion or something like that. Yeah, they put cool. yeah, very very uh, self. Uh, um, the this great thing about Seamus is he doesn't take himself too seriously. Much like you shouldn't yeah. take wrestling very seriously because it's it's wrestling. It's not supposed to be serious. Uh, final thoughts uh, of of the time that Sting was saved by RoboCop from the devious Four Horsemen. Uh, Aaron, go ahead. We'll go. We'll start with you. Yeah, I don't think I'll ever see that again. <laughs> you're not gonna. You're not gonna go and be like, you know what? You know what I really want to nah. watch five minutes. I got five minutes to kill. I'm gonna watch that. Nah, I'd much rather watch uh, watch uh, Edge. Uh, you know, smashing Alita in the ring. I'd much rather watch that. <laughs> uh, it's good. You know what? Good call, call me for that episode if it hasn't already happened. Yeah, no, uh, I haven't yet. Uh, that's also another one where I'm just like, that's an interesting one to do. Also need it because, like, we as wrestling fans, live sex celebration, absolutely we know about. Non-wrestling yeah, it's like fans, the, the though. highest, like, it's like the most viewed segment of all time. Uh, sec- I think it's like second or third. I know the uh, the um, what you call it? The uh, I did do the uh, rock and uh, rock. This is your life. Uh, no, I did but that, do the. the- that was more. Sex celebration was more. I don't. Was it? Yeah. I know. I know. Well, at the time, was, it was. Um. At the time. At the time, this was our life. Was the most viewed one, and then it was. Yeah. After. Okay. I could. Yeah. I couldn't remember. Uh. If it was still. But yeah. No. I. Uh. Those are. Those are the kind of ones where I have tagged as like get at least one no but like not fan to be like hey like by the way so here's, here's what happened, man won his title, and then the next week said. That I'm gonna fuck my my girlfriend live on television and then did. So <laughs> and that's, then was, that's money. That's and then, dollar and, signs. And then was interrupted uh, by his rival uh, and got by a hater. Yeah, <laughs> big a hater, big hater. Um, Broads, what about you? Final thoughts on uh, Sting being saved by RoboCop from Capital Combat 1990. My, uh, I'm I'm on the not the complete opposite end of the spectrum from Aaron, but like in terms of this, I'm on the opposite in that I will go if I ever need a good laugh, I'm gonna go back and watch. I'll probably watch the whole thing, but I will specifically watch the moment where one where like I mentioned earlier, whichever one of them like holds out his hand trying to stop, you know, Robocop from rushing <laughs> to get them. And then two, the moment where Robocop tries to rip off the door and just fails miserably. I will absolutely go back if I ever need a good laugh to watch those two moments. Maybe just, that part. It was I swear I I wanna go back and watch it just to see if Sting has to tell him remind him that he has to pull it up. Like yeah. to, to to rip it off. Because I think he, what he yeah. tried to do was like rip it straight out and uh that's not how it worked. So <laughs> and also, why did it why Jim Cornette could have gotten out is he just not as strong as RoboCop? Like that doesn't look like that. That's, you know. yeah, that's a good thing. Like, did he never realize? Could he? Could he, he just like? Could he have not just told? Uh, could he not just told uh, Bobby Eaton and uh, Dennis? I think it was Dennis Condry at the time. Uh, just to help him out, just be like, lift yeah. it up. Be like, hey guys, lift this Come up, on. and we're good. We're good. We we broke it. Uh, be better. Damn it. Could have saved Sting from being trapped uh, for all of uh, a minute. 
Uh, mine is going to be Sting's fit when he walked out. He's rocking the pink Zubaz, white Gold's Gym tank, and some black and white high tops. I just can't. I can't. Vibes. Big vibes. Man was comfy. He's like, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to be comfortable. Uh, so... That was that. Thank you guys for coming on. Next time I get you guys on, we'll get we'll get uh, Jim Jam in here, and we'll have a proper uh, Dorkside crossover with uh, the Grapple guys, and I can show the three of you something. Hopefully, none none of you have seen. Uh, for sure. I know whatever I'm going to see, show you guys. Jim Jam has not seen because Jim Jam's like, I refuse to go back and watch old wrestling. I'm not going to do it. You can tell me you can pay me to do it. I'm not going to do it. I think Jim Jam said he started watching wrestling in like 2013. Which yeah, I, I so yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's very, very recent. Um, but yeah, like, I don't know I how you get into wrestling from like that period of time, really. But well, I didn't I, start watching it in 2010, but I was also 10 years old at the time, so that's why it encapsulated me. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, Jim Jam's not not. I think Jim Jam's around the same age as you guys, like maybe a couple yeah, years I think older. I think he's my. I think he's my age. I think we're yeah. both twenty three. Yeah, so yeah, so age. so that's he was fifteen. Like it's just like you know. I, I think I think I had asked him about it. He said the reason why he got he got into it, and I have to go back and listen. It was episode three, um, but the it was just like he got into it. He saw some shit that he was just like, "What the fuck is this?" And then just kept watching it. Um, yeah, and, which is very. Which I mean, that's that's what happened for me. I watched. Uh, mankind get thrown off of a hell in a cell and was like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, mine was, I'm sorry. No, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna, mine was just like, it was kind of like that and like stumbled upon an episode of Raw and it was in the middle of like the ring tournament in 2010 and I was like, oh, this seems pretty interesting and from <laughs> there it was just all that. Oh, yeah. Shit. Turn <laughs> I actually yeah. just remembered my moment. My moment is Schnitzky punting the baby. That's mine. Oh wow! <laughs> See, yeah. that's yeah. That's a what? That's a future dork side. That whole I'm just gonna do the whole program of Gene of Gene Schnitzky basically um, being committing infant side. Um, I love it. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Great Fucking ridiculous. Great content. Uh, Gene Snitsky, uh, who is like 90 minutes from where I live, so hopefully we don't talk. I, I gotta get people who will talk nice about him, so he doesn't try to come kill me. Gotta link up. We gotta get him on the pod. <laughs> yeah, I, I have an end to the Yeti Ron Reese, which next Ooh. week's episode. Next week's episode, as you're listening to this, um, we are talking about uh, the. Uh, we're gonna talk about the first half of that big event. Which is the sumo monster truck? I don't know who I'm getting to record it with yet, but all I know is, I'm. I'll let you know, you the audience know, after we close here, because I'll tell you at the end of the episode. But yeah, so that's what I'll be talking about the sumo match, and then the week after the Yeti's uh, debut. So that'll be good. Uh, a lot of fun. So uh, one last time, plug your guys' shit. Uh, Broads, Aaron, you guys pick who goes in what order. Social media stuff where the people can find you, oh, what oh, you're working okay. on. Um, so, Soloroid on Twitter, S O U L O R. See, see, I told you. S O U L A R O I D on on uh, on the Twitter. Um, give me a follow. Follow at Grapple Guys. Um, Luke. Uh, yeah, for me, it's uh, at ATS underscore two K eighteen. And like I said, for our uh, for our pods Twitter, just go at Grapple Guys. All right. Thank you guys for coming on. Appreciate it. Look forward to having you guys on again. Thank you for having us on.
Who would have thought? Who would have thought having on two wrestling fans? I think it's like the first. I, I don't know if I've had two wrestling fans on at the same time. I think I've had like maybe some, one. You know, I've done the one. One is, one isn't. But I think that was the first. Now that I'm thinking about it as I sit here recording this outro. I think it was the first time I've had two actual wrestling fans, like to this day, that are still wrestling fans, uh, on and had to bring them something from the from the depths of professional wrestling and the dork side of professional wrestling. And we did. I think we did. We had a good time. A lot of I, I, I was thinking about it. The uh, like while we were doing it, as you could you could probably I feel like you could probably tell. I was trying to think of some good ones, and the Leslie Nielsen one was a good one that I pulled out of nowhere for the fake taker. The, like who is the real Undertaker? That was, like, I, w- I wasn't really, like, consciously alive as a re- or consciously a fan. Um, but it's definitely something where, like, going back and rewatching those old Monday Night Raws and, and they're, they're making a big thing. I think i got to include that on the dork side of the ring. That entire series of Leslie trying to find, you know, going all, uh, you know, naked gun on, uh, on, the, on professional wrestling, right? So thank you again to... To Brods, Luke, and, and Aaron for coming on. Check them guys out. Grapple Guys Podcast. It's available on all major pat- all platforms on your before. Words are tough, especially when you got a burp. But hey, uh, Grapple Guys Podcast. Professional wrestling covering the latest in professional wrestling from a from a you know from from a from a perspective of people who actually enjoy professional wrestling. Uh, much like how. You know, a lot of podcasts today they don't they don't they only talk about what they really like. If they didn't like something, they'll touch on it, but they won't. I mean, they'll make fun of it. The wheel of slander is a thing, but it's it's really people who actually enjoy professional wrestling and uh, watch all of it. So, well, at least you know AEW, WWE stuff, occasional Impact and Ring of Honor stuff, uh, and independent stuff. Go check them out. You can find them on your preferred podcasting platform. Grapple guys, Luke, Aaron, and Jim Jam, Jay Sean. It's just weird. It's just it's just weird to call them by their their government names. God, can you imagine if I you guys called me by my government name? That'd be weird, right? Anyways, I'm Grum. Thank you guys for coming on. If you guys don't already, go like, uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dorkside Ring. Follow me. Follow my Instagram on Twitter. Uh, I am Grum. If you haven't already, go check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash grum. Join the Discord, join.grum.tv. Check out my Twitch for now. Uh, we're running out of, of time for me being on Twitch. As, as we're doing this, this is like, what, mid, mid, mid-October? So, you know, uh, 2022, I'm not going to be on Twitch officially. I'm going to offboard all that stuff. I, there's a whole video I need to do. Maybe I'll do that after recording this. Thank you guys so much for checking out the Dork Side of the Ring. I appreciate it. Next week's episode is available on Patreon, by the way. It is myself and my friends from Twitch, Imperial Jedi and Slay3K, friends I met through Grand Theft Auto on, uh, Roleplay, not online, but GTA RP. Uh, and they, boy, uh, it's a doozy. It is the sumo truck match, the monster, the sumo monster truck match from Halloween Havoc 1995. It is a wild to think about a year later that wrestling is shaping up to becoming what it was in the peak of the 90s. Uh, but it is fun. We do a two-part because next week uh, is, uh, as you 
may be listening to this as a non-patron. Uh, next week is the week before Halloween. I figured since Halloween falls in between two episodes, you know, we can do a little bit of a of a of a twofer. And this thing, the topic, this in Halloween Havoc 1995. This is a dork side double dip. That's right. We're gonna do a dork side on the sumo monster truck match and on the main event of that night as well. That'll be the following week. We'll talk about the guests in that and all that stuff next week. But this week is over. Thank you guys for checking out the podcast. Tune in next week when me, Imperial Jedi, and Slay3K talk about the monster truck sumo match from Halloween Havoc 1995. That's a WCW event. I'm very thankful to have you guys here with me again. Thank you so much for your support in all forms, be it free, free, loving, appreciated support, or financially appreciated support as well. I love you guys. Thank you so much here on the Dork Side of the Ring. I will see you guys next week. Remember, wrestling is so much better when it, no one is taking it that serious. Thank you, guys. I'll see you guys here next week on the Dork Side of the Ring podcast. Uh.